This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back to another week of your favorite podcast. Hello, fam. It's your favorite host. Favorite host, Jamie. And Kenzie. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie. I literally was like waiting for you to like introduce me. It's fine. Jamie, how are you doing today? Doing swell. You look pretty in pink today. Ooh, and your Stanley is like matching you. I didn't even realize that, to be honest. But... Now that you're like, like you've had long enough with your Simply Modern, which yeah. would you choose? And now you have your Awala too. I do. You're such like an emotional support water bottle kind of girly. I know. I just want to try them all, you know? What's your favorite? I don't really have a favorite. Okay. I like them all for different reasons. Wow. So inclusive. I know. Look at me. Look at you. Yeah. I like the Awala because I, I love the like straw. And I love version. that it f- you can throw it in a bag. I can throw it in my bag. I can throw it, like, if I run out of cup cold holders, if I'm going to, like, Chick-fil-A, I can throw it on the ground. Like, Which happens often. I can't <laughs> do that if I have my Stanley. Like, you can't just put it on the ground. Yeah. Or, like, on your seat. Yeah. No, it it's true. It will spill. But, obviously, Stanleys are, like, very aesthetic. Yeah, I think a Stanleys and Simply Modern are more aesthetic. Yeah. But a Walla is more functional. Yes. Is it a Walla? A Walla. Okay. And the Stanley is, or the Simply Modern is, like, thinner, which I like, is not as bulky. If yeah. you just want, like a thinner one. So I love them all. Wow, Jamie. So girly. You're so nice to I everybody. I just, whatever's clean is what I grab. I so get that. So it's nice to have the options. I told DJ I kind of wanted an Awala for Mother's Day. That's a good one. But I also then told him I didn't want anything. So oh, that's like, that's a good one. It's like 20 bucks. I told him like, let's just do a no spending Mother's Day. Like have the kids make me a craft. <laughs> I would love to see DJ facilitate that. <laughs> that's, like, literally, that's literally what I told him. Would he even know where to find crayons? I don't know. There's no way. I don't know, but I told him, I said, oh, I just want something made by my children on Mother's Day. <laughs> I don't want you to spend any money on me. But low-key, you'll be disappointed if he doesn't get you anything. No, we like actually are not doing gifts because our anniversary is in one month. Yeah, and mine's in, like, the day after. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, our, yeah, our anniversary's in a month in, like, a week. So, I don't know. I would rather, like, do, like, a staycation and yep. then do something that celebrates both of us rather than something that just celebrates yeah. me. No, I totally get that. So, I just told him, I'm like, we had reservations to Roost Chris. We are going to go out to a nice dinner. And we ended up canceling that. And we're just going to do, like, a really low-key Mother's Day. I just, I don't know. I'm just feeling more low-key this year. I yep. feel like, I think what we're going to do is just go get, like, takeout somewhere, like, somewhere like Canes or In-N-Out or something. Yep. And then we're going to go drive out to the desert and have like a nostalgic Mother's Day because that's what we used to always do. Perfect. So just low-key. Yes. And then he said he'll make me breakfast on Sunday. So 
Okay, done. That's a good one. I have to sneeze. <laughs> it almost came out, but it's going to come back. I Don't know it. Sneeze. Do you guys have any plans for Mother's Day? Yeah, we're going to go to dinner. Where you, You're going to Greenhouse? Yep. Did you ask Justin for anything? No, I didn't. Your no. anniversary is not till next weekend. Yeah, my anniversary and my birthday is next weekend. So, Dude, poor freaking Justin. May's got to suck for him. Yeah. Not suck. It's probably really good and fun and celebrative. Celebrative. Celebratory. Celebratory. But also, that's a lot on his plate. I know. It is. And then he graduated this this month, too. Like I know. It's a big month for us. He's got so a lot going on. I know. Have you decided what you're going to do for your birthday yet? No. Not yet. Mm. Not yet. Okay. I mean, my birthday, my friends are throwing me a party. That's nice. But then what about, like, your anniversary? But I don't know about that yet. You're still deciding? Nope. Justin can't really, like, think about anything else. He's just, like, consumed with... Graduation. Well, that was a lot. His family was here. Yes, he has graduation. Exactly. Like it's a lot, which is fine. I just feel like we haven't like sat down on and anything. Yeah, talked about it. So Mother's Day will be soon. fun. Are you guys gonna go like shopping after or anything? I don't know. Just get out, go celebrate. Did you ask him for anything for Mother's Day? No, I didn't. I don't like want anything right now. Yeah, I just feel like I have everything I There's need. There's like little tiny things that I like want that definitely are not a need. Yes. Like I want new workout clothes, yes. but it's not a need. Yes. You know, like exactly. I want that water bottle. I have 50 Stanleys. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? I know. So I don't know. I just like there's like a bunch of stuff close together. And then it was like the kids' birthdays were yep. like last week and a month ago. And so I'm just like, I don't really need anything. Yep. I feel pretty content with where I am right now. I know. Just want to like feel. have a date night. Exactly. Just celebrate. That's me. I and just want to go on a date night. I want to take a good freaking enough. nap on Sunday. That's all I'm doing. That's like 100%. I'm locking my door and I'm saying nobody talks to me. Yes, I'm taking a nap. Yeah. And then I just want DJ to cook me food. Yes. Are we doing anything? Um, are we doing anything with mom on mother on actual Mother's Day? No. It's my... I, it's my day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're celebrating a whole entire night for mom. Yeah, I like, just... obviously mom deserves it, but, like, I, eh. I'm i a mom, too, now. Like, no, I I actually really agree with that. Actually, that's kind of a hot take, Jamie. That is a hot take. I like, agree with that hot take, but yes. that is a hot take because... That is a hot take. My and not that you shouldn't go celebrate your mom on Mother's Day. Like, like obviously, they birthed you. Yes, they birthed you. Like, obviously, they're important, and they deserve love. love. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm a mom now, like... I don't want to go to mom's house, help cook, and then help clean. Oh, heck no. And, like, I, it's my day, too. Like, no, I you know what I mean? Well, and, and like, not that mom, like, makes me do that, but, like. But you just, like, feel yes. like it was, mo- like, we all have to celebrate mom because she's the mom. Exactly. But it's, like, I don't need to celebrate the mom. I am the mom. I am the mom now. No, it's it's my, the reason I asked is because we do every other for my in-laws. Oh. I don't really follow that when it comes to my family. I feel like. I have another hot take. Co- continue. I never really follow that when it's my family. Like, yes. if it's their year, I still make time for my family. Yes. But if yes. it's my family's year, I don't make time for their family. <laughs> that, that sounds really bad, but, like... No, we, it's hard when you're We always girl. try to, like, show up. Yes. And, like, even if we show up for a little bit, that's yes. not, like, at the same time as everyone else. Exactly. We, we still always try to make an appearance, but it's just DJ is just... I mean, he's a guy, you know? Yeah. No, it's harder. But, yeah, they texted, and they were, like, just a reminder, it's, like, our off year for in-laws, so, like... Go spend it, like, with your families, whatever. And in my head, I was like, oh, we're, like, not even doing anything for mom for Mother's Day, so should we just go to my in-laws? But also then I liked the point that you made. Like, I'm the mom. I don't want to have to get, like, like, I want, yeah, I want Justin to make me breakfast. I want, like, to go take a nap. I want, yeah. I want to, like, if we want to go on a drive or a walk, like, I don't put the kids down that day. Oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> but I also, okay, this is, like, something that's, like, kind of interesting to me. I feel like why... And maybe it's just because my in-laws don't live here. But, like, 
why is every single holiday have to be one or the other? Like those holidays, like, I don't know, like Christmas and Easter. Like those are the only ones that make sense in my mind that should be one or the other. Like, I don't know. I get like Mother's Day and Father's Day, but like, here's like a little gift. We love you. Hope you have a good day. Like, why is it like you need to go one or the other? Like, I don't like that. I just feel like that's weird. I I agree to a certain extent, but think about like your, like mom, like think about our family. Like I want to do like every holiday with my family. But we don't. Like, I mean, we do most. We we normally do Mother's Day, but we're just doing Mother's Day early this year. Yeah. But like we normally would do Mother's Day. Like I feel like we're all, we always go over on Father's Day. I just don't remember doing that ever. I, f- I feel like I remember it. I don't. I remember all getting together last year. I feel like I, feel like I remember We didn't because you it's your anniversary. Father's Day is your anniversary. It's around my anniversary, but I, I think we still did something, didn't we? I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Mother's Day and Father's Day to me are like not. Mom's the, like the bigger holiday type of girl. Yeah, so those holidays I definitely don't care that much about. Yeah, like, like 4th of July. Like, oh. Why do you switch off families? I don't think we switch off families for no, the 4th of July. We don't, but a lot of people do. That's weird. I, I just feel like. No, that's weird. Like St. Patrick's Day. Like why, wait, why are we switching wait, off? Wait, do people actually do that? People do that. No, like, that's weird. That's just like weird to me. Like I feel like my in-laws do a really good job of like, they don't, we never really celebrate unless it's Christmas and Easter. Yes, yes. We never celebrate on the actual day. Like yeah. we always, like my mother-in-law is very like, she loves holidays. And yes. so like. Which I get same. I get same. And, but she'll always like allow the holiday to be spent with like our little individual families. Yes, so like, yes. let's say Which she, I love that. she wanted to do something for St. Patrick's Day. She would do it like four days early yes. or she'd say, come drop the kids off. I feel like as an in-law, that is the best, uh, even as a parent, like I feel like that's the best way because now that you have like an established family, you want to do stuff on your own. You want to like make your own kids traditions. Exactly. Like Valentine's day. They always do yes. a Valentine's day thing. And that was an adjustment. When I first got married, I'm like, why would I want to spend love day with my in-laws? But now I get it because yeah. they just want to like exchange Valentine's and it's cute for the and kids. It's cute. But, we but like, let's do that four days early. And that's what we do. Yes. Which that's perfect. Because like, I want to go out with my husband on Valentine's Day. Mom has always been good. Like, because when we were younger, she would get us like little Valentine's Yes. Gifts, but like her and dad always went out. Like, oh yeah. That was not like something we all do together. And so, which I get, it's love day, but like. I love my husband. I love my husband. I don't love like, my in-laws that way. <laughs> in that way. I do love my in-laws, but not in that way. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. No, I just, holidays are very interesting. Holidays are hard when you live by both your family. Yeah. Christmas, exhausting. Like literally, it's the most exhausting day of the year for me. Yeah, this Christmas is going to be different because Gary and Tina and their whole family will be here. Yeah, so, so. we're going to all have to like coordinate, which I feel like me and Kat already have to coordinate so throwing you into the mix, we all just will coordinate and it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll just be the opposite. Like you guys usually coordinate a small amount of time with the in-laws and more time with mom and dad. I'll be the opposite. I'll have a small amount of time with mom and dad. Because they're coming this year. Because they're coming here. Which so I don't want to be like, bye, I'm going to my parents. That like, totally makes sense. But also what you could do is like, is everybody coming? Everybody's See, coming. See, that makes it hard. Because if yes. it was just his parents, then they could come over and like watch the game with us yeah. and like not have it be like this big thing. But yeah, that makes it harder. Yeah. So. But we'll make it work. Yes. It's weird, like, getting older. Like, I, I feel like I always wanted to, like, wake up at, like, my mom's house on Christmas. But it's, like, no, the best no, Christmas yeah. is, like, being, like, by ourselves, doing our own thing in the morning. Yep. It's just, it's nice, you yeah, know? Yeah, no, it's nice. It's, it's really nice. nice. So, wait, what were we talking about? Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, we have the best Mother's Day plan for our mom tonight. Yeah, we can talk about it. Because we can talk about it. Because, yeah. We uh, got her a s- 
it's just so extra. But between the four of us, this is like her present, so it's really not that extra. We rented a stretch Hummer limo yes. to take us out to dinner tonight. Yes. At Etta, which Etta's like our favorite. So good. And we're just having a girls' night. Yeah. I feel like fun. mom's favorite thing on the planet is just like spending time with her I, girls. Totally. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I do. I think that she'll love it. And we got like the VIP package. So it has like red carpet, balloons, a banner, like all the things. So it's going to be fun. She's she's literally going to die. She's going to like, she keeps being like, so what are we doing? Where are we going? And I'm like, it's not that cool. I promise. Like, I keep telling her we're going to all get matching tattoos because she needs to have the matching cis tattoo. She needs a cis tattoo. She really does. Yeah, honestly. Though. But it'll be really fun. I'm like so excited to go out tonight I'm honestly like starving already so I'm really excited I'm to star- eat I'm actually starving so um let's do close friends yeah close friends fam what do you got Jamie or do you want me to go first no you go first um so let's see oh okay this is like kind of close friends but also kind of just like I thought it was really funny and I saw it this morning and I was gonna save it for my asking on TikTok but I just wanted to like talk about it because I thought felt like it was so funny um if you guys follow JC Marie Smith she is like really cute she has a podcast all the things um and she did like a whole video about the Mormon trek <laughs> did you see I commented on I that? was literally dying no I I commented on it and I was like but the bonnets were fire like I was dying because you forget that people don't really know like what that is. And people all in her comment box was just like, what? Like what? What? You're lying. Like there's no way this can be true. And it brought me back to my trek because that is like really. In the moment, it didn't seem that weird. In the weird. moment, it doesn't seem weird. And then you talk about then it. Then you you're talk like, about it with somebody that has no idea what it is. And then it's like the weirdest thing somebody could do. It's like so. Let's fully, go over Jamie. Fully cult. What? Fully, fully cult. Like I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that's what it appears to be. The vibe. It gives culty vibes. It gives cult vibes. A hundred percent. It's not. And it was such a good memory. And I For like. Sure. I value what I learned on the trek, and I like <laughs> have no bad feelings about it. And it doesn't make me want to leave my religion. But like, if somebody told me that they did this, I would be like. I would be on the floor actually laughing my... So, Jamie. Wait, which one is it? I think it's the yellow one. <laughs> this one? <laughs> no. I can't see you <laughs> Green. Green. It's green. <laughs> I mean, that kind of goes... Wait, try the orange one. <laughs> this one? Okay. Ah, frick. <laughs> I'd be laughing my <laughs> off. No. Okay, so the trek. Here's what it is. We go when we're... You have to be over 14. You have to be 14 to 18 years old to yes. go on the trek. Yes. Basically, what you do... <laughs> Is you go out to the middle of nowhere, basically. Literally the middle of nowhere. And they have you pull, you get into families. They're supposed to be like your families. And so it's like random, random other youth, random ages. Like you're not all with like 17 year olds. Like you're with like a 14 and you year have, old, a 15 year old, a 16 year old. And you 0% get to pick who you're with. Yeah, you 0% get to pick. And you get like assigned a mom, pa, who is like. Your parents. Who is like, yeah, you're, they're your parents on the trek, but they're not your actual parents. They're yes. like. A rant, like a person from church who volunteered to like go out and be the mom paw of the trek. So you pull hand carts. Uh, you like, first of all, first y- of all, you have to put together the hand cart. I don't know if you did. I had. To I didn't have to. We do had that. to put together our. Hand oh, we cart. didn't have to do that. We had to like earn the wheel, and then we had to earn the wagon. And then oh, we had that to was earn we did not the have strap. To, no, we didn't. We had to do that, and then we had to put it all together. So 
You have to put together an entire. And when we say hand cart, like it's the size of like a dining room table. Oh, more uh, than that. More. It, it weighs, I mean, it weighs enough for like, I think there's five kids in each family and two mom, pa, and everybody has to help pull Ev- it. Yeah, or push. Or push it. So like. You can't do it by yourself. It's huge. I would say it's the size of a small car. It is not a dining table. Maybe like um, what's what's the tiny cars? Like the the ones that are like two the Fiats or whatever. Like I would say it's bigger than that. No, it's pretty big. It's huge. But let me let me also remind you, we are wearing full length arms completely covered arms to ankles to the floor dresses with an apron and a bonnet over our heads and a pure bonnet so what we're replicating is the trek that our ancestors our pioneers made into salt lake they yeah they did a trek they got they got if you don't know much about like mormon history they got like persecuted and kicked out of missouri right missouri yes and don't quote me don't quote me on that fam (laughs) sounds right and they got kicked out and they had to flee across like across the prairies and the plains and the mountains and they had to come to Salt Lake that's why Salt Lake is like that's why Utah, Utah is so full of Mormons because that's like where they established but they had to go there and so they endured like a lot of really hard things they had like there was pregnant women children died on the trek like they had no food yeah freezing Men, cold freezing cold men were called to war during that time so women had to do it alone so there's like a lot of history that goes behind it but but we have to impersonate. We this have to do that. Happening. So we get like a small glimpse of what they went through. Yeah. And we even have like, I don't know if this happened on yours. This Probably. is TMI, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> but on, the, on your trek, the mom and pa have a baby and you yep. get like a baby doll, but then it dies. Yeah. So and then you have to bury your baby doll. So ours went to the next level. So our mom and pa had a baby, but what it was is. Okay, no, 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 no. They didn't have a baby. On our on our trek, the mom pa, one day, everyone from the ward, from the stake, sorry, the stake is like a multiple wards put together, just for reference. Um, they brought their young kids. So like a little girl we used to babysit named Ella, she was there. So everybody brought their young kids like ages seven and younger. And it was like impersonating that a family had died overnight. Our family had died, and now you have to adopt this kid. Okay. So instead of a fake baby doll, we had to take an actual kid with us all day long. They had to sit on the wagon, so it's an extra 40, 40 to 50 pounds to push and pull. And we had to feed them, and they were instructed to whine and cry most of the day. Fun. So we yeah, had ours to do that, a baby doll. and then overnight they died. Oh. So <laughs> that was ours. Yeah, no. So we had, like, a little kid. and So let me tell you my most, my most embarrassing moment of my whole life happened on trek okay tell me now you have you heard about this i think you have so this is my most embarrassing moment to ever happen in my whole life when you're on trek you're sleeping in a like in a sleeping bag on the ground so i'm asleep on the ground well actually that's not true back up everyone was at fires it was like a fun night we like you get played like a bonfire game. Night, yes it was like- that game it was that night and i literally fell asleep by a fire i'm not even being dramatic i don't even i can I can, like, vividly remember it because I, like, it was a core memory for me. But I, like, just fell asleep. And I woke up and I was walking around the campsite. Like, alone. Barefoot, Jamie. Barefoot. No idea where I was. I was walking around and then finally somebody stopped me. And there was, like, 50 families. You're, like, 50 mom paws. Like, there was a lot. lot. And I just was wandering the camp. No idea where I belonged. No idea who I was with. I was fully sleepwalking and this person found me 
and they were like, tell me one person that's in your family. And I like came up with a name because I actually knew people that were in my family. And they like found my family. They literally put me into my sleeping bag. And I remember my foot touched an apple. I put an apple in my sleeping bag because I ration your food because everybody had apple pie for dinner, but I don't like apple pie and I wasn't also hungry. So I kept my apple and I put it in my sleeping bag to eat at night and it touched my foot and then I ate an ice cold apple and then I fell back asleep. And then the next morning there was a mom paw meeting because there was a wandering kid and it was me and they got up and talked about this in front of everybody. And my mom paw had to say it was me and everybody knew it was me and I was fully sleepwalking around dude honestly that is gonna be Payson she sleepwalks She's I, out I of sleepwalk it. especially when I'm not in my normal environment yeah that's 100% gonna be your daughter yeah like I'd go to sleepovers and I would like find myself in random places because I dude that is so sketch. no dude but I I like don't I never sleepwalk I ever but when I'm in an environment that I am not aware of or I'm not used to that's when I sleepwalk yeah it's like no, I get The I most get embarrassing was that they just like announced it in front of everybody. You're like, yeah, I was, how but old were you? I went when I was 14. Okay. You were the youngest. I of was the, the youngest of the group because they wanted me to go to the same year as Kendall. Okay. So Kendall went when she was 16. I went when I was 14. So we could go on the same track. Yes. Yes. But I think that they should raise the age limit. I think that's really young. I was really young. Like, I think they should do 16 to 18. I agree. Like, I don't want a 12 year old boy in my family that but, can't help me. But here's why. Because they only do the trek every four years. I know. So they and want everybody so to do everybody it. everybody be able to go if you're 14 to 18. Yeah, with, I did it when I was 18. When you're in those four-year gap, yep. you can go. Yep. Like, I could have pro- went with you, too. Yep. If I wanted to go on another trek, I could have gone with you because I was only 18. Yes. But I didn't want to redo that. No. It, so, anyways, the trek. Yeah, so they ration your food, too. Like, you you only get, like, a certain amount of food because, like, you're full. They're not starving you, but you're definitely not, like, you don't get to, like, eat snacks whenever you want. Like, yeah. And you, like, all cook the food. We had to build a chicken coop, and we had to have a chicken, and we had to slaughter the chicken at night, and it's a whole thing. It's, like, a a whole experience. It really is. And you have to eat out of, like, tin. Yeah. Like a tin cup. No, they really go to the next level. Like, it's not, like, it's not for fun. It's, like, they want you to, like. No, they do. They want you to, like. And realize the endurance it took for our ancestors. And you, to yeah, do and it. you you don't get a tent. You're literally sleeping in. You get a sleeping bag on the gr- hard ground of a forest. Like, you do not have any plush. You don't have yeah. anything. You don't have a pillow. Like, you just get what you get. I brought my iPod. You did, and no one found it. Oh my gosh! I brought mascara. I hit it. So I was like, mm, I don't want to be ugly. I watched The Office. <laughs> I literally put it in my bra because they searched your bags. And they I do. They search your bags. You and can't I, have your phone. I put it in my bra. And I, I actually brought my phone. You did? Yeah, I was like, I'm 18, bitch. That's true. I, d- I turned it off. I like, I honestly literally looked at it one single time and then I was like, well, you, you know probably what? don't even have service anyway. Well, exactly. You're literally in the, like in a, in a mountain. I went when I was 14. So mom took, ma- your phone. took my phone, yeah. but I took my iPod because I really wanted to. I was just like, mm, I'm going to take my phone and I like hit it, but I put it in my sleeping bag at the bottom of my sleeping bag and I rolled, rolled up it up. My sleeping bag. Yep. But no, I mean, it, it's a character building experience, but it's also very, very odd. Very odd. But you got more questions, let us know. Let us know. Maybe we can like... I could pull up some photos from Trek. Yeah, same. I got some good ones. I I probably don't have good ones, but I probably look horrendous, but that's fine. That's so it's okay. all about. That's okay. My close friends, yeah. besides the fact that I went on the trek besides and I shared my most embarrassing moment. Um, this really is close friends because I didn't talk about this on Instagram. But last night was Justin's graduation. It was so good. It was so fun. We had a babysitter. Jamie, you know what's funny? 
What? When Clara left my house, my babysitter, she was like, yeah, Pierce was like tooting a lot. She's like, so don't be surprised if he has like a stomach ache. And I was like, oh, he always is he tooting. He always is. He's a little boy. And I like didn't think anything of it. Last night, I woke up. This is actually like so crazy because it's so mother's intuition. But I woke up at like 1.45 and I was like so thirsty. I was like, I need to go get a drink of water. So I got up. I start going to get a drink of water. And I thought, you know, when you like, like phantom noises, I like thought I heard Pierce. But I was like, that was probably just in my head. Yes. So I go back into my room and I like sit back down, like about to go back to sleep. And I hear Pierce crying. And it's not like normal, like I dropped Blanky out of my crib or like I'm just awake because I heard you. He was like bawling. And then he was like coughing. And I was like, what's going on? Like, so I go in odd. there. Vomit everywhere. Honestly, nasty. Everywhere. Nasty. Nasty. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash ev9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I pick him up out of his bed and I'm like freaking out because DJ's still asleep and I don't want to wake Payson up and he's like gagging and coughing and I like can't get him to stop. And so I go get a bucket from our kitchen, the popcorn bucket. And we go in our room and he's like, it was so sad because he's never thrown up before. And so he was like shaking and he was like gagging and it was so sad. And so we like let him stay in our room for like 45 minutes. He was like laughing at videos of dogs on DJ's phone. Like, he was fine. Yes. Like yes. I like it, he kids are definitely more resilient than we are. Yeah. So we put him back in his I room. I throw up. I'm out for weeks. Oh, don't talk <laughs> to me. Don't call me. So I put him back in his room at like probably three, and he went right back to sleep. Didn't wake up until like seven thirty eight, and he had like really bad diarrhea. But he acted completely normal this morning. So I don't know what happened. But yeah, he puked last night, and I am Poor so guy. freaking tired. Yeah, that's a long night. I really want to go home and take a nap today because I am so tired. But that's my close friends. I know that's kind of lame, but hopefully it's not like a super horrible flu and it's just like a, like a. Unless my kids are like deathly ill, I would never post that on Instagram because people just like go crazy when you say your kids are sick. They're like, they have COVID, they have cancer. What's going on? Like people actually go insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, and then you can't take your kid out of the house for like a month. Oh yeah, without people being like, "You're contagious." Exactly. You know what I like? I yes. feel like that's my thing. Yes. Is like, that's why I don't want to like say my kids are sick on social media because if I take them out, like, I mean, this happened when my kids were both sick, and I, like, people were so mean to me, and <laughs> like literally so mean to me about taking them out. Like a week later, when their pediatrician has cleared them to go out, like people still are like your kid should be in the house for a month exactly and so I like hate saying my kids are sick because I just never know like what people are going to say but yes. my podcast girl is I can say it but we'll probably keep him home today and make sure that he's doing good and that he is fine but that is my close friends of the day perf should we move into social media 
Yeah, we should. We should. So should one of into social media, but we're gonna have a quick ad break first. Oh, let's do our quick ad break, Jamie. I'm actually really excited about today's ads and our today's sponsors for the podcast because I feel like it's one of the products I have been using consistently with my new short short hair. It is the Vegamore. Jamie, have you used it yet? Yes, I I haven't used a shampoo and conditioner because I like. I'm finishing out my like old one. I hate to open a new one before I'm finishing with my old one because I'm like not I try not to be wasteful. I totally agree. And I haven't used a shampoo conditioner either. I was actually so excited because I I like I hadn't like heard a lot about Vegamore, but I had like maybe seen like a little bit. Um, first of all, the packaging is out of this world. Adorable. It is so pretty, but also like it sold at Sephora. Like, I know we walked in and we saw, and I was like, this it. is Vegamore. And it's all clean ingredients. It's all clean ingredients. Which we know which Jamie's all about that. You no, know I love that. I have been using their eyebrow and eyelash serums. Oh yes. And I actually have seen a really big difference in my eyebrows. Okay. I love the serum. I don't Yay. know what it is, but I love, I love the packaging. I yep. love the way it feels on my eyebrows. I feel like it's so, it is so good. And it's supposed, and they also have their hair, like the shampoo and conditioner that's supposed to help your hair grow as yes. well, which is really, really nice. And it doesn't have any harsh ingredients. It makes your hair visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, and longer, which we all know we need. It's a hundred percent cruelty free and never formulated with any potential harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. Yeah, I also, I have been using this hair scalp serum. So after your shower, you put it like on your scalp and it's so good. It like tingles a little bit and I, I love it so far. I love everything. The dry shampoo is incredible. Like I love the dry shampoo. I've been using that. I got a big one and a mini one and they have a scalp brush, like a little scalp scrub. I use it every day. Oh, it's the nicest thing ever. I yeah, love a good so scalp good. scrub. And I use their dry shampoo. Yep. Because I feel like it's really hard to find a clean dry oh, shampoo. Yeah, it's pretty much impossible. And theirs is clean. It looks pretty on my counter. It's so good. I literally love it so much. And yeah. they also do have monthly subscriptions where you save even more. You never run low on the products that you need to take care of your hair. Which, as busy moms, a subscription service is the best thing, is ever. The best thing ever. Yeah, no, it's so good. Um, but, yeah... Also, fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. Is that what you're using? That's what I'm using. Okay, I need to start using that. Now look at my hair. Look. <laughs> she just Duh. got brand new extensions. I'm dead. <laughs> it's grown like 12 inches. Give uh, yourselves uh, the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, codependent girlies get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash codependent and use code codependent at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash codependent. Code codependent to save you 20% off your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash codependent. Code codependent. All righty. And moving on to our next sponsored, sponsored little uh, lady. Ad. Sponsored <laughs> little whatever. Um, Red, you guys. Red Remedies. We had like the whole, um, the like CEO, founder, girl on, and she was so cool. You guys loved that. Like, that was really cool. I was I guess, okay, let me take that back. She wasn't the CEO founder. She's the master herbalist, which is even cooler because she's the one who's actually, she like, like, knows, knows all what the deep she's stuff. putting into this. Yeah, um, honestly, I was so happy with the feedback that you guys gave us. because too. I, like, was nervous that because that episode's, like, very different than what we do. I but was nervous, I learned but so much. No, I literally learned so much. It was so cool, and you guys loved that, and... I just, I hope that some of you guys have tried it. Reach out to us if you've tried it because I'm excited to like hear, hear like different, different viewpoints on it too. But 
Um, you guys know we talked about on there that women are affected by way higher stress levels than men. We all know that women women are the best. Yes. Um, and of course, prenatal stress as well, which has way more effects on your pregnancy, fetal health, maternal health, childhood development, all the things. And it has some significant impact on a woman's ability to conceive as well as impacting your breast milk supply. Yeah. And I feel like I, I definitely feel that in life that like when you're overly stressed, everything in your life, like your health seems to go down, you get sick, you, especially breastfeeding. Like if I'm stressed and not taking care of my body, I a hundred percent can see my breast milk supply go down. Like yep. that is so proven, but what's so cool and so awesome is that we can have a true expert in both women's health and in natural formulations on this episode. And by the way, these actually work. There's so many people that have said that they work. So I'm excited to hear like our codependent girlies and what they think about it. And we love that they're just specifically for women and even more specifically mama. I mean, their name is Peaceful Mama. Like that's literally what the product is called. So we know it's for our moms. We know it's for our girlies out there. If you need help balancing your hormones, if you need help with your stress levels, there is definitely ways to help. Um, we are so excited that we even have a code for Red's Remedies. Don't forget, you can go to redremedies.com. That's R-E-D-D, red with two Ds, redremedies.com, and use our code codependent to get 30% off. You can't find a discount anywhere else, by the way. It is so good. Stacy's helped us know that there's a, there's a natural formula that can truly balance out the big value, vari variations of mood, fatigue, and just overall discomfort associated with PMS. The super ingredient, Chase Berry, is incredible how it can help bring hormonal balance to women. So... What does that mean, girlies? Confidence, a more predictable and active lifestyle, less discomfort and tiredness each month. And don't forget to use our code codependent at redremedies.com. Jumping right back into it, ladies. We wanted to do, oh, and gents. And gents, if we have a few out there. <laughs> We're inclusive here. My father-in-law's listening. Oh, yeah. Um, no, we wanted, <laughs> the to, one. we wanted to do kind of a social media episode. We did this about a year and a half ago. And a lot has changed, guys. <laughs> Was it a year and a half ago? It was probably It was like one of our ago. first episodes. And so a lot has changed. There's definitely been like new things that we've learned. And I feel like one of the biggest questions we get, like especially when we're doing like our NGLs, like our anonymous question boxes, um, or when we ask you guys what you want to hear about, a lot of the times it is social media based, which I definitely understand. Like it is a big what a big subject right now. Yeah, like there's is. a lot no, going yeah, on there's with social so media. Much going on. And I think that like one of the biggest things that, well, yeah, I guess if we're just like jumping right into it. Jamie, I like, jump right into it. I feel like one of the biggest things and one of the biggest questions is about like the over influx of influencers that is out there right now. And it is actually insane how many, like, I don't know how many influencers there are, but how many people are still trying to be influencers and like, just the whole world of it. And it's, I, I, have like, I truly believe that it's becoming oversaturated. I have two thoughts on that, actually. Okay, My first thought is it does prove that anyone can do it. Yes. So if you are interested in doing it, there there is room for everyone. I mean, Alex Earl, when did she start? Not that long ago. And yeah. look at her now. I, 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 I'm believing that's not as true as it used to be, though. I, not I, everybody can be an influencer. No, because I agree, then but who's I being have, influenced? Jimmy, I have two. Okay, okay, okay. This is I'm my first heated. opinion. Yes, this is my first opinion. I do think that they're right now, 
if we're looking statistically, there yes. is room for everybody because there are people starting now that are still popping off. Like totally. I know somebody that had a hundred thousand followers on TikTok a week ago. She's at six fifty today. Yeah, but a hundred thousand is you're already an influencer. You're not starting from zero. You're not starting from zero. I agree with that. Like if you have zero and zero on both platforms, that's I, starting. I agree. Starting at a hundred K. But I do that's think insane. there is room. If you are dedicated, if you have a certain niche, if you know what you're doing and you wanted to start, I think there is room to start. That being said, number two, I think it is really hard as a mom to watch all of this happen, that everybody wants to be influencers and everybody wants to do this exact same job because I don't want my kids like for that just to be what they aspire to. And yeah. not saying that that's a bad thing, like, I know hundreds of really awesome influencers, but yes. I also like, we need doctors, we need lawyers, we need we yeah. need people going and getting education degrees, we need teachers, we need all of these things. It makes me worried for the next generation that their worth is gonna be determined by the amount of followers that they have. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So I can see both sides of like, it's a great career. People love doing yep. it. I love my job. Yes. I wouldn't wanna do oh, anything completely. else. But on the other side of that, not everyone can be an influencer or else no one's going to be influential. Exactly. And also like at some point, but well, I mean, being dead honest, we can already see it right now. Brands and brand deals, obviously the economy, but also yeah. like because so many people are on the internet now, it's like your brand deals are becoming less and they're becoming less frequent because now instead of having a pool of 20 to a hundred people, yeah, you like a thousand influencers to choose from, you have 10 to 20,000 influencers to choose from. And you have newer influencers that are coming in that it will take any sort of brand They'll deal. Because any budget which because they just want to make money. And I've been there. Which I, I get it. Have but been like, there. it's just, it's crazy to see the involvement of like, you couldn't even think or blink about getting a brand deal until you had at least 10,000 followers. And then it was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Now it's like, I see people with 1,000 followers, like ha buying a blue check mark. They're like getting brand deals. They're like, it's just crazy to see. And like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just really like, really weird to see that involvement in like a two-year time span and like I said I think that they're I think having so many influ I mean hi we're part of the problem too oh, we're influencers like completely I'm not saying that we're no. not I'm just saying at some point being an influencer is not going to be influential well and it's also not going to be a career because it could it can't be if every single person is it it's like if all of a sudden every single person in the world wants to be a doctor not everybody can be a doctor. Like that, uh, then like, what are we, it, it doesn't make, it can't happen. And so I think one of the major reasons that is like, is there going to be like crash all of a sudden? I think like, one of the major reasons that people want to be an influencer is because of the way that it's perceived on social media. I mean, like, oh, look at I, these girls. I, they just I get went it. Turks and Caicos. They just went to Miami. They're going on these brand trips. Like, why would you not want to do that? Like, yeah, exactly. So it makes sense, like, why everyone's aspiring to be that. And like, well, and I think especially as moms, people look at other moms and they're like, oh, you're at home. You're making money. I could do that too. Cause like, I need to bring income into my family. Like, perfect. It's easy. Like, it looks easy from the outside. Completely. You know what I mean? And I'm, I don't know. It's so hard because I can definitely see both sides of it. Me like, too. I, I'm in, in the world trying to grow with everybody else. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it how hard it is, but. And how also like amazing it looks to be because it is an awesome job, but at the same time, yeah, I, w I just wonder, like, I'm just putting all my thoughts at some point, is it just going to like crash because there's too many influencers? Yeah. But also at the same time, I'm like, so encouraging, like, girl, if you want to do it, do it. Like, 
get on there, show your face, like do your reels, do your TikToks, like get out there and do it because you'll only regret if you don't try. A hundred. I love that. So I'm just like, I get both sides. I get both sides. Okay. Let's start answering some questions. Yes. Okay. This is the first question that I have. Does it often feel like an act? I will. I'm going to say no. I agree with that. I think that people probably think that from the outside because you're showing like, I don't know, you're showing like your fun things and and you seem so happy and all the things. But at the same time, I feel like if you knew, and I can't speak for everybody. I'm speaking for like me or you. Yeah, I know some people that just put on an act. It completely. But like if you see us and meet us in person and like if you know us in person, we really are like happy, fun people. We like to do fun things. We are genuinely happy people. We're outgoing so, like, to me, it never feels like an act. I could not keep up a job that was an act every single day of my life. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. If you feel like you're having to put an act on, you're it's not, not going to be sustainable because people will see through it. A, people will see through it. And B, you're not going to be able to continue doing it every day. Yep. There are some days where, like, not that I feel like I'm putting an act on, but, like, I'm not going to show my kids throwing a tantrum. I'm never. not going to show my kids being disgusting and Pierce throwing up everywhere. Like, so there's days like that that I'm like, it's not more of an act, but it's more of like, I am protecting my peace and not sharing everything. Completely. Does that make sense? Well, and like, yeah, there's so much we share, but there's a lot we don't share too. And one of the reasons, because we have a podcast, we get to share like everything things, here. Yeah. But also, yeah, there's some things you just want to keep private to you. And like, something I always get asked on is like, which this is a me thing, whatever, but people are always like, do a house tour. I want to see. And I'm like, to me, I just, I don't want you knowing where every room in my house is. I don't yeah. want you knowing where my kids sleep. I don't totally. want you like, and part of that is just like, I don't trust people, but also, I don't know. That's just private to me. Like, I'll show you cute home stuff that I have, but like, totally. I'm not a home decor page. I'm not going to do a home tour. I don't, I don't want that much of my life shown. You're going to see my house in random stories and you're going to see, and like, if I buy something new, I'll share it and I'll link it. And I don't mind showing you my bedroom, but like, I'm not going to walk from my front door to every single room to my back door because I don't know who's watching my stories. I completely agree. I, I, yeah. I couldn't go through all of them and tell you. And so I don't like, there's some things that just are better left unsaid. And some people that's totally fine with it. They don't mind sharing that. That's okay too. That's okay too. But like to me, I yep. don't want to share that. Okay. Um, okay. Next question, because I feel like this is a huge one. How do you get into management? Is it just freelance or do they have a company? That's actually a really good question, and I feel like I have a good answer for that. Because when I first started, I had freelance. Yes. Just some girl that was on a PR team for a brand that I worked with. Yep. She was getting into influencing management, and she wanted to take me on as a client. I had about, like, 30,000 followers at the time, and I decided to do it. I don't regret it because I learned a lot from it, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, and I don't think I was at the point where I needed management yet. Because a lot of people think that when you get management, it means they're going to bring you brand deals. That's not the case. Like, my management does bring me some brand deals. Like, he brought me three in the last month, which is honestly better than normal, but it's mostly to manage what you already have coming in. Totally. I think that... I think that that's personally speaking for our management because I know management companies that they bring 50 to 80% of of collabs. But I think that that's just because they're so big. I had a management company that said they were 50-50 and it was not 50-50 in my time of being there. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, from personal friends, I can see it. Yeah. Like we have one friend, they, they like their management brings them 100% of the stuff. Like they said they don't, like she doesn't manage any of like- if she gets an email, she'll send it. But she said more than maybe 90% of her stuff would comes from her management company. So I think that that's like, obviously, I feel like that's just different for every person. Yeah. How big you are, what platforms you have, 
Can you even manage your inbox to send it to people? How big is the management company you're with? That's a huge one. Definitely. Do they have deals and information and emails to every PR team out there? You can think of Nike, Lulu, I will say too, like, don't get a management company because you want like oh, more yeah, deals. Yeah, yeah. Because no, 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 most no. like most of those bigger companies, they want you to be bringing in ten to twenty thousand dollars of brand deals on your own before they will even sign it's, with you. I would say even more than that, probably. Like, yeah, I mean, who knows? But I'm just, yeah, I totally agree. I, that's why I'm saying, how big is your management company? How big are you? Totally, that, that affects everything. Yeah. Because really vet your management company. Before I chose my management company, I had probably like three different conversations with different management before I signed with them because it's scary. You're putting your brand in somebody's hands and you're putting your life in like your income and your career and read the contract, make sure that your contract doesn't say that you can never leave them. And like based on, I think, I think for more than not, people want to know like I guess like how it works. Like we send them our emails. Yeah. So let's say, let's say, let's just do a big brand for instance. Okay. Yes. Let's say Abercrombie reaches out to me. Oh, okay. And, I mean, Laura's manifesting. They reach out to me and they say, hey, we want a TikTok, a reel, a post, and a, a story. story set. What's the price? And a year of an exclusivity. Yep. And I'm, they ask me, what's your price? So immediately all I do is I forward it to my manager. Yep. And then he comes back to them and he says, this is our base rates for all these things. We can maybe bundle everything together and charge you this amount for Let it. Let us know what your budget looks like. Yes. And then they'll come back and they'll say, okay, for that budget, we can do a story and a TikTok. Let us know if that works for you. And then they agree on a price. A contract is sent over. You sign the contract. From there, you get your brief, meaning like they'll send you everything you need to post, mm-hmm. what you need to, what products you need, kind of an outline. And then from there, you create your content. Yep. And so then when you get paid, it's usually 30, 60, 90 days later, <laughs> which the is the worst part. Um, and we have a follow-up question on that later, but you get paid 30, 60, 90 days later, and then you split, you take 80%, your management takes 20%, at least for us. That's what our management does. And I'd say base, base around industry is 15 to 20%. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of anybody doing less, less than, than that. that. No, me I either. have heard of people doing more than that. Yes, completely. And there, I have friends who have multiple management companies. They have one for their TikTok, one for their Instagram, one for their podcast, for their YouTube, like, yeah, one for their podcast. Like there's, you don't have to sign one agency or management company for everybody. And I would say management companies, you'll find them on Instagram, but like they reach out to you cause they're kind of looking, they're, they're all active on all platforms. So they're looking at people who are posting, they're looking at their following, yep. their engagement, all the things. And then they reach out to you. You have a conversation, you feel if it's a good fit and so on and so forth. So yeah, I think that that's, that kind of covers management, I think, right? I think that is good. Your turn. My turn. Somebody asked about doing um, brand ambassadoring ambassadoring for small shops. Um, And if it was a good idea, it seems fishy. Here's my thought process. If it seems fishy, don't do it. Yeah, I agree. I did. If they're commenting on your photo a hundred times, fishy. I completely move on. Yes. I have been a brand ambassador for, that's how I started. That's what we did. That's literally how I got started. So no hate against being a brand ambassador. I think you just need to choose really carefully of what you're getting yourself into. I know that there's brand ambassadors like you get 15% off for your three month term, but you have to post three photos a month, which means you're spending how much money on clothes because you only get 15% off. Like you, would you buy that anyway? That's the first question. That's a really good question. Like, are you just doing it because you want to like be a brand ambassador or are you doing it because you're like, I actually love this shop. I would buy these clothes anyway. Yep. If they're going to give me a discount. Also, 
no shame in trying to like hustle a little bit. Like, hey, totally. I'll be a brand ambassador. I'm going to post once a month and I want 50% off. Yeah. Like depending on your following and where you're at. Totally. Like definitely negotiate. One other thing I used to do when thinking about like taking free clothes yep. or taking a discount, whatever. I would go to the brand's tagged photos on Instagram. Such a good idea. See who's tagged them. Make sure they're not all bots because like sometimes they are. Yeah. Or sometimes they have nothing tagged or they look cheaper. It's just clothes from like Amazon. China, Sheen, yep. Amazon, and it's not a real company. So those are the things that I would do to kind of be on the lookout for it. Smart. And is it worth your time and energy? Yeah. Is three posts for 15% off worth your time and energy? Yep. If it's not, don't do it. If it is, do it. Do it. I love that. Yeah. I think, I think that's perfect. You're up. Okay. Just, I guess since we're speaking about management, somebody wants, a lot of people want to know, how can someone become a social media manager? I have like 20 plus of those. Oh, I feel like that's a good one because maybe you don't want to be an influencer, but maybe you want to be in the social media world or you know a lot about it or yeah, like there's a lot of gurus too, which I think is a really cool like niche to have. I agree. You look for trending songs and sounds and captions and you like do the whole thing, which I love to follow those people. I'm like, Oh, what do you got here? But, um, my advice would be like, look at, look at management companies. Yes. Go, go. You see. could even ask, like, do you need an intern? I'll yeah. do like, I just want to shadow you. I just yep. want to ask you Get some questions. Yeah. Like instead of just jumping full force, because I feel like right now in the influencer space, it's mostly big brand, big influencer agencies. Yes. It's not so much like one individual person. And they, they probably don't want to take on somebody who doesn't really know like the whole entire industry. So if you could get a relationship with them, form a relationship, ask questions, learn more about the industry. Move up in the company. Yeah. Then you can kind of go I from there. Yeah. I love that. Cause I feel like that if I, if I didn't do social media, I would think being a social media manager would be really fun. Me too. Cause you're still like in the world, you still get to know it. You get to like know a lot of influencers and you get to go do like fun things yeah. but you also like art yeah you are creating content you don't have to create content and you get to make money so totally okay do you ever get drained do you see this being your forever job Drainage? I think for sure <laughs> I think the drained doesn't come from the people the comments the no the stories I don't think it comes from any of that I think my personal drain comes from feeling drained creatively Yes. Especially because I do feel like I'm more on a content creator end than an yep. influencer end. Yep. Like people probably don't know what the difference of those are. So here's what I think the difference is. Yes. And maybe I'm wrong, but this is what I see. I'll correct you. No, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I see an influencer as more of a salesy person. Yes. More of the link girlies. Wear this. Here's my LTK. Here's my Amazon storefront. Here's a haul. Here, here's my top five Amazon products. I see those as more of influencer girlies. Me too. I see content creator girlies more as doing the trends, doing the funny things. Doing reels and TikToks. Yes. That aren't based off of buying something off of a link. And they're not, I would say content creation is maybe, mm, I don't even want to say less aesthetically pleasing. But could be, yeah. But could be. You're not, yeah. You don't have to try. If you go look at a girl who's a link, an influencer link girly versus a content creator, their page isn't going to look the same. It's going to, it's going to be a lot more curated. Yes. So, which isn't a bad thing. That's just what, that's how they want to make money. And so for me being more on the content creator side right now, mm -hmm. I think I've gone through waves of like of being, wanting to uh, figuring out yes. where I stand right now. I feel like I'm in a wave of content creation. So when I don't know what to post and I feel drained, 
of creative creative ideas, yep. that's when I get drained. It's not because of the people. It's not because of hateful comments. It's not because I feel like the need to keep up with things. It's mostly because I just my creativeness is not functioning at the high level that I want it to. Yes. That's when I feel drained. I totally agree with I that. I also feel drained when, like, I'm trying to think of a way to say this. Like, okay, for Pierce's birthday, for instance, this is a really good example. Okay. For Pierce's birthday, I spent the whole day with him. It was the f- best day ever. I felt like we got to spend so much time together and hang out. But then at the end of the day, I sat down and I was like, I didn't do any content today. That's when I feel drained because yes. then I feel like I'm lacking because I spent time with my family and didn't focus on social media, but I should have because I was, I sh- that's a g- perfect example of a day that I should be posting. Yeah. The Does drainage that- comes, the drainage comes from the fact that it never ends. You can't wake up and like, you can wake up and take the day off, but it feels like you, you feel can't. stressed. Yeah. You feel and, ho- stressed all and day. And I felt stressed about spending the day with my family off my phone. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, no, no, that's a day I should never feel sorry for. That's a day I should be excited that I didn't even have to think about social media. Exactly. And you still shared, but you didn't share what you like every. And I did, I did videos after the moment. Yes. Like we went to the butterfly thing and I did a video there, but like we took videos there, but then I didn't worry about posting them until after, after until my kids yep. were asleep. Yep. Like I spent a moment cuddling with Pierce on the couch and like DJ took a cute video of that and I posted that. So like. You can, you can make up for the moments, but I just, those are the moments I feel like I would feel like the most drained. Yes. Overall. And yes, I see this being my forever job, but I, I feel like I would put less pressure on myself because right now, like I'm the sole provider of my family and like DJ has been in school for seven years. Like, so I just feel like a, not a burden, but like it's on me. Oh yeah. And when DJ's working, I feel like it's not going to be as much on me as it has been for the past like five years does that make sense yeah like I can I feel like I'll feel more okay with like taking a day or two off than I have felt in the past yes completely do you feel like it's gonna be your forever job yeah I mean I don't see myself stopping doing it so yeah so yeah I think it's hard to say that because also influencing could be like not a thing anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, I have no plans of like quitting and deleting my account one day. I don't like, ever see that happening. Exactly. For me. But I, but if I'm 50, do I think I'm going to do this? I don't know. Who knows what the next platform will be? Who totally. knows if influencing will be a thing? So yeah, no, I, I think that's kind of answers it. Okay. Um, okay. How do you manage the lump sum of money when you get paid for a brand deal? I think that th- that's a good question because when you get paid for a brand, like I said, it's 30, 60, 90 days later, sometimes 120 days later on some brands. Didn't you have a brand like that? Yeah, probably. And you get like, like an influx of money, but you haven't had a paycheck for 30, 60 days. Yeah. And so I think it definitely takes time to kind of figure out how, cause you're like, oh my gosh, I got like a good amount of money. This I is great. totally get this. But you have to kind of like budget out like, okay, wait, but this amount already went to this and I've already, I need to pay for this. And like, I have all of these things kind of like lined up waiting for this. I feel like it's like not that different than living paycheck to paycheck. Like it's a bigger sum probably than like a paycheck would be, especially if you're working like part-time full, like, I don't know. Yes. But it's, it's kind of the same way. Like 
I know a payment's coming. Like yes. I get, I have a payment that I know is coming May 29th. I yes. know what it is. And in my head, I'm already planning on how to use it. I'm like, okay, we need to make sure that we put our deposit down for this. We need to pay for this. Yep. We have this payment to pay for. And then let's take out this much money for our mortgage. Yep. Like, I feel like, yeah, it's like doing it long enough that you're yes. like, you, I see that check coming through. Yeah, you and, get. Yeah, and you start placing it in different places. Exactly. Yeah, I think that it's harder when you, or like, for example, so I had a, I have a payment that was supposed to be due April 29th. I've been counting on it. We just bought a house. Like I have a lot of payments due all of a sudden. I still haven't received it. So like brands can be late and it's oh, yeah. very, very it frustrating. It really doesn't matter. No, and it doesn't matter. Like if it's your job and you're working at Target, for example, they have to pay you. Like if they don't pay you, you can go into the, you can talk to your manager and be like, hey, I didn't get my paycheck. Give me my paycheck. I need it. It's direct deposited. Like this is so different because if a brand doesn't submit it on time or if they don't pay you, like all you can do is be like, hey, manager, can you please reach out to this brand? I haven't gotten paid yet. And so that can be really, really frustrating. And when you're counting on money, like if you really were living paycheck to paycheck and you had rent due the next day, like I don't, you can't control it. And that's the hardest part. You can't, uh, most brands pay on time, but, but there's times, but there's they, times don't. they don't. Yeah. So, well, I think this goes really good into my next question, actually. Like, that is a really good segue. Yes. Do you think it, this is a sustainable business that will continue through your career? Uh, a sustainable business? Like, I'm confused you, by that. I, it's a confu- I feel like the way that she worded it is confusing. Do you think influencing is a sustainable business? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, people have been doing it for 10, 20 years. Like, so long. Yeah. Like, some of the OG influencers have been making money off the platform for years and years. I don't see that changing. I see a change in growing, obviously. I see a change of the next, the next like generation of yeah. influencers is kind of going to overtake the OG influencers. Does yes. that make sense? Oh, completely. Because it's a totally different world out there. Yeah. It's a to- and also, I don't know if you guys know this or not but like YouTube and Instagram and TikTok all change their platforms like to how much they pay you so you can also make money you make money from brand deals but you can also make money off of the platforms themselves for views and stuff yeah and so they changed their like amounts they're paying like drastically yeah and so for a lot of creators that depend on that for view money they're getting like way less money a month than they normally would. Yeah, Instagram took away the creator fund altogether. Altogether. And so you can't make any money. Off. And TikTok is like two cents for every million views. Yeah, you get paid like, you have a video that hits 13 million, you'll make like five bucks. Here's my thing about it being sustainable. And maybe this is a really bad way to think about it. And I'm really sorry if it is, <laughs> but I'm just going to say it. For me, it's been sustainable for the five years that I've needed it to be sustainable for. Yep. We never went into my career what I'm doing right now as this is my entire livelihood. This is what we're doing for the rest of our lives. DJ's in his doctorate. Yep. This was to support us through his doctorate. This was never on my mind that this is the only thing that we are going to depend on for the rest of our lives. Completely. And for me, that's always given. And cause I feel, I see this question all the time. Like, is it actually sustainable? What are you going to do if influencing goes away? My husband has a job. My husband went to his graduate school. Like you, we're okay. You have to have a backup plan. Like because it is so uncertain. It is uncertain, but like what if tomorrow every app gets deleted? And that's okay. what I feel like that's a question everyone asks. Like, well, what if, what if, what if? Well, what if I didn't do social media in the beginning and I couldn't have paid for DJ to go to grad school? What if I didn't even try and we wouldn't be where we are now? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's so many what ifs. If you want to do it, 
go for it. Like just do like go go for it. it. But if you like, if you're worried about it not being a sustainable career and reliable, like then it's probably not the job for you. Yeah. Cause it's not. Cause it's not. No, I, I had, I love that. I had absolutely nothing to lose when I started. I was working for my dad. I was working part-time. I was already interested in like taking photos and like cute outfits and doing it. Like, and then I didn't quit my job until I was making double what I was making at my other job. And then it has sustained us for five years. And for me, that's more than what I could ask for exactly. because I didn't expect to be where I am now yep. at all. It's yep. sustained me for the time I've needed it to sustain me. DJ's done with school. He can start working and then we're not going to have to worry about it being sustainable or not. Like exactly. obviously I love my job and I never want to yeah. stop doing my job and I've fallen in love with it. But it's also like the job security really doesn't worry me as much as it used to. Yeah. And I, I can see why you're at, why people ask that, because if that is your only plan and that's your only job, yes, that's scary. That's scary. I but completely if you agree. have a backup plan. You're going to be okay. You'll figure it out. And more likely than not, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's kind of the future. That's how marketing works. Yep. That's just kind of how it is. I agree. Okay. Favorite and least favorite brand deal and why? It's kind of a fun one. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite brand. Trying to think of my least favorite oh, brand. I know my least favorite one. Are you going to say it? Yeah, I am. My least favorite brand was Fit Track. They, it's a scale. Oh, they sent me. Yeah. They never paid me. They never sent, I, I had like put my link out. People bought this scale. They never sent it out to anybody. Like horrible. I will say their name because that's bull crap that they yeah. never even paid me to do, to do the content. They just completely ghosted me. It was in 2021. Like, well, I signed that contract. And then once you were having issues, I backed out of my contract. It was such a good contract. No, I, yeah, I never, never got paid. Never did. They sent me the scale. I got the scale, but I like told people to go buy it and people bought it because it was such a cool product. And then they never received it in the mail. That's horrible. No, that is horrible. Like it makes you look bad. It makes me look horrible, even though I, I, you had the product. I had nothing to do with it. Like I showed the product and I said, I liked the product because I did, but like, I, I even bought, so I bought one with my own code. I bought one for a gift for my brother-in-law, Kat's husband, Cameron, and I bought it for Christmas and he didn't get it. And for a year, yeah, he got I it. I followed up with them every single month for an entire year. Yeah. That was a bad and brand deal. Like it was horrible. So that was definitely my least favorite brand deal. My favorite brand deal has been Anthropology. Oh, that's a good one. Not because of the pay. Honestly, it was one of the lowest brand deals I took. Yep. But just because it was really cool to work with them, it was a that's like a dream brand. It was a dream brand, and it was it was really cool. Um, that was a really cool one, honestly. And they worked with me for like seven months straight. That's a cool one. It was like that. It was really cool. I love the relationship I developed with them. It was just overall really good. So I like that one. I don't. I try to think of a least favorite. My favorite has probably I have two that come to mind. Number one is Pampers because that's just cool. That yes. To work with a brand that I already love and use and it's like a big brand. Yep. I love when I get like a big brand in my inbox. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, huge. This is so cool. Um, but I also love working with Dime Beauty because they're just really easy to work with. Totally. Love I, their, I love that. Love their products. Like it's just, it's a very genuine one for me. It's so easy. I don't have to think about it. I use it. I tell all my friends and family. Like it's something I don't have to try to like. Buy this and like, let me try it first. It's like, I already used it. I loved it. I still love it. Good to go. I'll use it till I die. If they're still around, hopefully. (laughs) Okay. There's, there's two brands that come to mind for worst. Okay. One I never actually worked with, but we signed a contract. Okay. 
I was so depressed. And it's not because they're a bad brand. It was actually like one of like the dream brands for me. Yes. And then they literally just like ghosted us and stopped replying. That's the worst. It was American Girl doll. Oh, that's a good one. And I was, I like was over the moon excited. Oh, yeah. And my manager followed up seven times. Nothing. We heard nothing back. He finally found another contact, reached out to them. And they were like, oh, yeah, sorry. The campaign's been put on hold. And I'm like, we literally signed a contract. It sucks because you have zero control if that happens. They'll go over their their marketing budget and just say, sorry, we can't do this campaign. Let's and cut it. And they just ghost And then me. they don't even tell you. They it's like, dude. The day my content was due was the day they finally got back to me. And they're like, sorry, it's on hold. I'm like, okay, thanks. Thanks. So that sucked. But it wasn't like they're like, I still think I would have had a really good campaign Completely. if we would have gone through with it. And if they reached out again, it was, had nothing to do with the brand. It had to do with the fact that their marketing budget got cut. Totally. Um, one campaign comes to mind that I got a lot of hate on. It's not the product. I loved the product. I know this is like not exactly what you asked, but I'm just going to say okay. it. Because I can't think of a bad brand I worked with, to be honest. Can you? I don't know all your brand deals. I, I can't remember one that I like really hated working with. I did a vi video for Wellmints. Love Wellmints. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The company, the brand, the way they handled this was amazing. Yep. But I did a video and I was like, my daughter was sick, so we went and picked up some medicine at Target. And I got absolutely wrecked you in the comments. You got destroyed on that video. Like, and they, the ne brands have never let me turn off comments for a brand video. And they let me turn my comments off. They, like, apologized a million times because they had to approve their, it. Their content and their brief was taking your sick kid to go buy medicine. Yes. And so, and, unfortunately. And then everyone was like, why would you take your sick kid? She wasn't sick. It was a video. It was she a video. was not sick. She literally was not sick. It was sick. showing you if your kid is sick, go buy Wellman's. But I did say she's sick. Yep. You know, yep. and so I. That was a part of it's on you yes. to like, maybe, maybe you should have gone back and said, Hey, I'm not going to show this because I might get hate and I can do a drive up and I'll do a drive up. But the other part is on them for even suggesting that in the first place. And like, and they were so kind Yep. when the whole thing happened, they were like, she can take it down if she wants to, and we'll still pay her. Like they, oh, Wellman's is an amazing brand. Wellman's, yeah, nothing about the brand. I could not say enough good things. That was fully on me and maybe a miscommunication. Yes. And I actually know a brand deal that was horrible for you. Wait, are you going to say it? Yeah, I am. Um, it was Dawn dish soap. Oh my gosh. And she had an absolute nightmare. First of all. Okay. She, that was a she did content when Payson was like one years old. In my rental. In her rental house, in her pink kitchen. So like, it's very, very visible that it's a pink kitchen. And took, did all of her content, words on it, real Stories, everything, everything, literally everything. In TikTok. Okay, I remember the timeline. It was October. It was October. I moved at the end of October. You moved in November, right? Yep, yep. We didn't post until February, and then they wanted to change the entire campaign. It wasn't about the oh my gosh. The wild, it wasn't about the yes. It was about like wildlife rescue. All of a sudden. Oh yeah, you're right. That was a really bad one, but they did pay me really well. So. They did, they made up for it. And so they actually they paid me more for all the edits. It wasn't on Dawn Dish Soap, but like. It was horrible because, first of all, their first edits they wanted, you changed the entire video. Yeah. It took you tr quadruple the amount of time any other brand did. It take. was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. You're so right. That one was really bad. That was bad. I get, it, it definitely wasn't on the brand. It wasn't like a, they didn't pay me or they, yes, yes. they didn't send their products out. It was just complicated. The, oh, those complicated briefs that they send you and you're just like, what? What is happening? Still love them. Posting oh, was great. I paid me on time. <laughs> I use it every day. But- that campaign itself 
was rocky. Was ro- it was rocky. That was rocky. That was kind of a fun one. That actually was a really fun Go one. Go back and dream. Um, am I up? Yes, you are. What's the difference in compensation for podcast ad versus Instagram ads? Ooh. Um, I would say that's hard to say because, like we've already said before, it's hard because you don't know how much a brand's going to pay. You don't know what their budget is. If it's a good brand, you'll take lower. If it's a bad brand, you'll you want to be paid higher. So your stories can really differ. Like, and on top of that, we split. When I'm posting an Instagram story, I get paid for it. Yeah, when we start splitting that. When we do a podcast <laughs> ad, we split it. Exactly. So that makes it half of what it should be. Yes. So that makes it seem like a lot less money. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. Yeah, so we, but our podcast rate is a set rate every single Every ad. time. Like our Instagram story, one story I can get paid thousands of dollars, one story I can get paid $500. Exactly. And on top of that too, with the podcast, we could have zero ads or we could have seven. Exactly. And, and so that makes it hard one too. One episode we're going to make a lot and one episode we make none. Yep. And so-, so Right now we're, honestly, the podcast has been really good. The podcast has been amazing for us this past month and we're, we love our agency so much and yeah, I just, it's different, but that that was a good question. I know. I was, I feel like that's like a hard one because people like don't know much about podcasts. My like dream would be that I could take less Instagram stories and we could do more podcasting and make more per ad and have more downloads and we could do that. I agree. That would be, I agree with that. That would be fun. Yep. Um, okay. Let's do one more each. Okay. Do you, wait, okay. If one more each, I got to pick a good one now. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Dang it. Okay. I kind of have a couple, but. Okay. It's fine. You can do more than one. Okay. Do all. We'll skip our girly gossip today. Okay. Okay. Do all influencers get the same deals at the same time? Seems like they all advertise the same thing. That's a really good question. Yeah. It. I mean, yeah. it's very strategic on the brand's part to Which do makes that. makes sense because you're seeing something 40 times in a day. You're like, frick, do I need this now? Yep. And you're seeing it on different people, Platforms. different skin tones, different sizes. Body types. And, yeah. and I mean, it takes what, what they say, like it takes like a hundred times to buy something after seeing it. Yep. So brands are always going to push out the same day. It's normally like a couple day or a week window. Like you can post from this date to this date. Yep. Pick something in between it. I truly truly feel like that's happening less and less. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think it used to happen all the time that everyone posted the same ads on the same day, but I think that brands have less of a budget now. I I also think there is a, not really a problem, but there's an influx of brands out there as well. It's not just influencers, but like, okay, people see, people see Dime Beauty. Wow. They're amazing. They're growing. They're huge they are able to pay all these influencers. Like I want to create a brand like them and blow up. Totally. And so there's like all these other brands as well that are like trying to make it and be out there. And then like as an influencer, like I'm, I'm stuck quote unquote stuck with dime beauty. Like I, tomorrow, if I post Tula, you guys are going to be like, you're inauthentic. You're lying. This is stupid. I don't trust you anymore. Yep. And so once you kind of, especially like on a skincare or something like that, where it's, you use it every single day. If it's like a random product, whatever, but yeah. if it's a skincare item or like a makeup, even sometimes like baby wash, baby diapers, like it's hard to like change those up. Yeah. It's hard to, to change them and to like feel authentic changing them. Totally. And so anyway, I, I don't know. I think that, I think that there's more brands coming out there too. And so I feel like there's less influencers all promoting the same brand the exact same day. I agree. But that was like my roundabout. But it's strategic on the brands to do that. Completely. Um, okay. 
Do you ever get annoyed that your phone is blowing up with DMs all day? Yeah, but you can just turn it off. I have my notifications for Instagram like, turned off. Yeah, I don't have a along message. Along with that is how much time do you set aside to reply to people? I don't set aside a certain amount of time a day. Me neither. It depends on what. I know if I'm posting something, if I'm going to get engagement or not. Same. Like, I know I know my audience. I know if I post something random, I'm not going to get a lot of engagement. Well, yeah, random. Like Depending on, like, what it depending is. Depending on what it is. Yeah. And so, I, I'll know, like, oh, if I post this, I'm about to get Good a engagement. lot of engagement yeah. on it. And so, like yesterday, I got so many people reaching out, like, congratulating Justin. And I liked, I, like, hearted as many as I could. And then I just replied, like, thank you to, yeah. to ones that were, like, felt a little bit longer, more heartfelt. Like, I would reply to them. Yeah, I definitely don't have, like, a set time apart. I would say, like, the biggest time of the day that I go through messages at is, like, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, or, like. Mine's during, like, school pickup. Yeah, like that's a good time. one. Like, you just have, like, a little bit of extra time to, like, go through messages. To just go through messages. So, definitely, like. But I do turn my notifications off because then I would just be on my phone all day. Yeah. Because I feel like if I saw a message, I would, like, not be able to ignore it. I'd, yeah. like, need to reply right away. But if I go in at the end, like, when I do have time, then I get to actually respond to people and yes. have, like, the time and, like, you know. Yep. And just one last question because I thought this was a good one, and it's pretty simple. Do you make money if we just click on links or do we have to buy? Depends on what it is. Well, it's not that we'll make more money because, like, let's say it's an ad. If you see a hashtag ad or hashtag paid partner or the paid partnership thing – Always click on the link. Yes. Don't buy it. But we get we get credit for link clicks on those. If it's like you asked me for a link to address and I put a link to address, you don't need to click it. But when it's an ad, we get not we don't get paid more. We just look better. Exactly. We just look better. It's they they ask me at the end of a campaign for link clicks. So the more link clicks I have, the more satisfied they are. In turn, sometimes yes. they'll want to re-sign with you. Because I think that that's also a big difference of like influencers versus content creators. There's a big difference of posting ads for brand awareness and posting like there's some ad, there's some ads you get that are a hundred percent like return ROI. Like they want the return of the investment yep. that they're making in you. They want it to be so that other people buy it. Where some brands just want their name out there. They want people to see it. They want people to be interested in it, and then they see it again and they'll end up buying it. So yeah, it all just depends. But hopefully we answered. I feel like I could do like another two hours. I know some of your guys is good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We've, we've gone along today. I know. Um, hopefully we answered some of those good questions. I feel like we kind of wanted to do an update on just social media in general. And we got off a tangent on the track, which is really Oh my funny. gosh. Yeah. That took us like 20 minutes. Sorry <laughs> if you good. like got a little bit, but it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, we do have some girly gossip, but we'll save it for next week. Yeah. We'll save it for next week. And we'll still gossip. We'll still gossip. Gossip's my favorite. Gossip is the best, truly. <laughs> So anyway, we love you guys so much. And don't forget to be on the podcast or on our Facebook page. And if you're on our Facebook page, our hot take this week is about the in-laws and celebrating holidays with them. Yes. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts. Like, do you celebrate St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day with your <laughs> in-laws? Like, what is happening? Is it weird that I celebrate Valentine's Day with my in-laws? Let me know. <laughs> let, me, let me know what your hot take I'd is. love to tell my in-laws. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, do that. Uh, and we love you guys so much and we'll see you guys next week on the codependent podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.